Welcome to the Rookie Realtor Reality Podcast with your host, Amir Hunter. And Bailey Weaver-Packard. With so many people thinking that realtors just like a beautiful houses and posts on Instagram, this podcast brings you back to reality. This podcast explores the good, the bad, and the in-between. We're both with EXP Realty, so our experience may be different than yours, but over time we'll have other agents, past clients, and others in the real estate industry, such as inspectors, builders, lenders, and more. All right. Hello, everybody. We have um, a special guest and my friend on the podcast today, Jennifer Ravenscraft. Hello. Yes, she is a, a full-time agent, but also has a full-time separate job here in the Triangle, and she has created an organic niche of second home beach properties. So we're yeah. going to dive in with her today on that. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Yes. So we'll start with wins and losses. And I guess we always start with losses now because Bailey's so positive. Definitely. <laughs> Got to end on a positive note. So I'll start. I always try to think of a loss and this is going to sound lame, but, you know, I'm not at the beach this Memorial Day weekend. None of us are. Yes. Some of us have to work. <laughs> you got a point. Okay, Amir, what's your loss? Uh, so uh, I have a client that I guess I've, we've been working with for a little bit, uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, they kind of went a little quiet on me, um, but I'm a little forgiving for them because they have a higher price point. <laughs> so they have like a $1.2 million budget. So they reach out to me on Friday and they are from New Jersey. So they just reach out to me because they're like, hey, we're in Durham. We want to go look at houses. So I was like, okay. <laughs> so uh, I think it was Saturday. Uh, we went and saw some some homes and, and did again on Sunday. And so uh, they really loved this house in Wake Forest on, on Saturday. Right. But unfortunately, when they were doing some research, they didn't love the school rating on that, in that home. Uh, so we are exploring some charter options possibly for that house because they love the house so much. Mm-hmm. But then we went down to Apex and Holly Springs area yesterday and set up an appointment for them. And they were like, hey, we're in Apex now. Can we go see houses in Apex and Holly Springs? And so I said, sure. So I sent them a text and say, hey, meet me here at 2 o'clock. Um, and so I get to the house. I text them and say, I'm on, on my way to meet you guys. Um, they didn't show up. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's long? the worst. So the appointment was from like 2 to 2.30. Uh-huh. And like uh, they, it was like... It was like 2.10 and I called him. I was like, hey, like I'm here. I left him a voicemail, sent him a text and uh, no response. And so like around like 2.20, I was like, well, I guess it's time for me to, showing's over, it's time for me to leave. (laughs) So I did video the inside of the house um, and then I ended up taking off. I hadn't eaten yet. So I was like, well, I'm gonna go grab food and I ended up going home. And so he calls me at four and he's like, hey, are you like still in Apex? Cause like, we're like ready to go see houses. Oh yeah, we're just hanging out for two hours. Yeah. And so uh, they end up going, I guess out with some friends. He had lost track of his phone. But then when he call, called me and this is going to roll into my win. So, uh, so for my win was that when he called me, he said, hey, I have a referral for you. And I guess it's somebody that's in the same price uh, point. Um, and so they ended up giving me a referral for another person. So I guess I can take that loss on the chin because it ended up turning to a win. Definitely. Yeah, also, what's that like to lose track of your phone oh, for a couple good hours? Point. I don't know. I don't know what that's like. If, if I lose my phone, it's anxiety. Yeah. So. Yeah. So. <laughs> Dang, well, that's good news. Yes. Negative turned into a positive. Yeah. Way to go. So what was your uh, win? Um, 
you know, I'm going to spin my loss into a win. <laughs> He's rolling his eyes at me. You know, I wasn't at the beach, but I did get to work with some first-time homebuyers this weekend and show them some houses, and, you know, we might put an offer in tomorrow. We'll see. Nice. Yes. All right, Jennifer, win and loss. All right, anything? so I'll start with my loss. Okay. Um, so after over two years, mm -hmm. um, I finally succumbed, unfortunately, oh. to COVID um, a couple weeks ago. Uh -huh. So as a result of that, I was not able to go to my daughter's oh, graduation no. from preschool. Oh. Oh, it was fine, though. My husband videoed it. Video. Um, she sang a solo. It was really no, cute. I know. I know. Wow. Um, and then my win uh, would be there was a beach property. Mm -hmm. We're under contract, supposed to close. Um, Thursday right. of this past week, uh -huh. and the appraisal was just getting pushed around. Okay. We had to get a second appraiser because the first appraiser um, didn't want to complete it because okay. I guess the comps weren't there to support it in their opinion, even okay. though I had sent an appraisal packet with yes. plenty of comps. Right. Um, anyway, long story short, the second appraiser was going to back out, mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden found comps, oh. came in, and the property appraised. $70,000 over cow. what my client offered. Wow. So we were able to close on uh -huh. Thursday, and it was like truly a miracle. That is a true win. <laughs> I have goosebumps. Couldn't believe that happened. That's a good appraiser. But, yeah. Remember his but, name. But three, name. three appraisals, that's a lot. Yeah, it was a lot. Like, yeah. they just didn't want to deal with it. I don't know uh -huh. why. I, don't, I think they were coming from Raleigh, and maybe they didn't know oh. the coast. I'm not sure. Did that delay closing? No, we closed on Thursday. We oh, were supposed wow. to close on Thursday. Wow, I yeah. double goosebumps. That worked out perfectly. <laughs> nice. Okay, well, now we'll jump into our questions with Jennifer. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself, where you work, and stuff like that? Yeah, so um, I have lived in Raleigh for over 20 years now. Um, I have a full-time job. I work at a biopharma company in RTP okay. um, called United Therapeutics. I've been there probably eight years. And before that, I was in sales um, for Merck. Uh, so I okay. have sales and marketing is my jam. Um, and then in the last couple of years, I have taken up real estate. Yes. Um, and I'm I, killing uh, it. <laughs> I don't know about that, but no, um, I do all right. And I'm currently working at Choice Residential Real Estate, and I cover the Triangle area as well as the coast. Wow, that's a lot to juggle. And, and for people that are listening, how far is like Raleigh from the coast? Um, it's about, I mean, Outer Banks is kind of another story, but mm -hmm. if you're going to some of the beaches like near Wilmington, it's about two hours, 15 minutes, okay. two and a half hours. You so, can get to most of the beaches in three hours or less. That's good. So how long have you been in, in the real estate business? Yeah, so um, funny story. I, My husband and I have rentals. Okay. And um, when we were buying our second rental, I was kind of like, wow, this is so interesting. Maybe if this is something we're going to do and this is how we're going to invest our money, right. maybe I'll go to real estate school. For sure. And learn it and just do it you know, personally for us. Mm -hmm. And so I did that literally right before the pandemic. I think I had the last in-person class and then wow. everyone was freaking out. Yes. Um, so I got my license shortly after that and mm -hmm. honestly wasn't planning on doing anything with it except right. for personal use. Mm -hmm. um, but just people in my sphere um, were asking, hey, you're a realtor, like, will you sell my house or right. will you help me buy a house? And I thought, wow, like maybe this is something I can do. Yeah. Um, and so it's been 
guess I've been in real estate for about two years now and active working, buying and selling um, for a little over 18 months. Wow, you grew real quick. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And I know I had mentioned it in the intro a little bit, but you've organically kind of created this niche. Yeah. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, so um, because my husband have, my husband and I have a couple of um, homes at the beach, mm-hmm. but we live here right. in the Triangle, mm-hmm. I get asked, you know, all the time, like, oh, how did you do that? How do you have a vacation home? Right. How do you have two? Uh-huh. Do, do you cover your expenses? I just would get all questions, questions all the time. Mm-hmm. And because, you know, I have the experience personally and then also professionally, I just thought, gosh, maybe... I can keep these people instead of referring them out, especially if they don't mind working with someone that doesn't live at the beach full time. Right. Um, and I've found that because I of my experience in investment properties and short-term rentals, people right. prefer to work with me versus Absolutely. being referred to someone at the beach. So For sure, you've got firsthand experience. Yeah. That's great. So I know you said that you, know, you have a full-time job and you're also doing full-time real estate, uh, but how do you juggle the, the two? <laughs> you had to know this, this is like coming. the million-dollar question. No, I seriously get asked this like every other day. Um, how do you juggle full-time job and, and essentially working full-time in the real estate business? Um, I, I have it all over my social media and I always give my husband kudos. He is so supportive. I literally could not do this without him. Um, and I've got family in the area as right. well. Um, I have two small children, a five and a three-year-old mm-hmm. and my parents live here. My sister lives here. And so a lot of the times on the weekends when they would normally go and hang out with their grandparents sure. or their aunt, mm-hmm. um, that's when I'm, you know, showing real estate, especially because that's when a lot of people want to see things so on the true. weekends. Um, so I have a lot of family support. I'm also very intentional with my time. Yeah. I time block. Um, I time block, you know, things for me, me right. time, because that's super important. So I need to make sure that, what is, this, what is the saying, that my gas tank is full yes. so that I can actually run. Um, and, you know, a lot of the times I say that, you know, my full-time job is just my biggest client. Um, so I'm very intentional with the clients that I take on, right. and I won't take on more than my bandwidth. So um, there have been times where I've had clients that want to work with me, and I'll either ask them, is your time frame pretty strict, or do you have a little bit more time? And if their time frame's strict, I'll refer them out. Okay. Because I want to be able to give them the attention that everyone else is getting, right. and I also don't want to spread myself too thin. Absolutely. So I always say that, you know, sometimes I get full-time realtors that are looking at me like, how do you do this? Mm-hmm. I just have less clients. Right. Um, and I always say my, my full-time job is my biggest client. That's, I love that. That makes a lot of sense. And <laughs> my family is really my biggest right. client. Who am I kidding? But, um, so you know, if, I, if that, we're talking yeah. only work. Uh-huh. I think that's a really good visual to give any clients that you're working with. You might, you know, question that mm-hmm. or even agents. I mean, it makes a lot of sense and you know what you can handle and you've mm-hmm. done it really well. Thank you. Yes. Okay. So we kind of talked about the beach niche. And you said it kind of came out of your beach properties and blossomed into that. Um, can you tell us how the, the rental works with your beach properties? Yeah. Um, so so we have two beach properties, one in Surf City okay. and then one in Carolina Beach. And for those of you that don't know where those are, if you know where Wilmington is, uh-huh. Carolina Beach is about 25 minutes south. Okay. And Surf City is about 30 to 35 minutes north. Okay. Um, and so... 
we chose those places because at the time they weren't super hot markets. They were kind of under the radar. You could get a little bit more for your money, but as you know, is happening in the triangle, you have that spillover effect. People want to be in a certain area and then they can't afford it. So it's spilling over into these outer areas. Definitely. And so that is what's happening, you know, at the beach as well. Right. People want to be in Wrightsville, then they kind of spill out to Carolina okay. and so on. Um, so anyway, back to your question, um, we have figured out a way to um, purchase a property and have all our expenses covered purely by our rental income, our short-term rental wow. income. And we even, you know, allow, you know, three to four long weekends in the summer for our families okay. to go. Mm -hmm. And then we even go on the off season a little bit longer. Um, but I've kind of created this niche because as I mentioned before, mm -hmm. we have personal experience right. and people want to know how can they own a beach property, mm -hmm. but also afford it and, you know, right. um, make that work. Absolutely. I know that you had created a Facebook page kind of advising people on how to do that. Can you tell us about that? I think it was brilliant. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> so I was getting asked again, like all the time, like, oh, how did you do that? Because I think people look at you and they're like, wow, you have two beach properties. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I could, I could sit here and just have two beach properties that I just... Right. You know, didn't rent out. Uh -huh. um, there's a method to the madness. And so I would get asked that all the time. How do you have these investment properties? How did you get into it? So I thought, you know what? Let me create a Facebook group. Right. Um, because not only is it going to be resourceful to other people, mm -hmm. but potentially it could be a referral base for me. Definitely. Um, and I found out pretty quickly that the, the Airbnbs that we do have or the mm -hmm. short-term rental properties that we do have are kind of a honeypot, essentially. Oh. Um, I can't tell you how many people come and would stay there mm -hmm. and then ask me, how can I buy a place here? Uh -huh. You know, and I would say, oh, I'm a realtor, you know. Oh, and brilliant. so um, I get them to join my Facebook group. Okay. And again, it's knowledgeable for them because people post questions like, how far is too far away from the beach? Uh -huh. And everybody will say like, oh, you know, I wouldn't go over half a mile. Wow. Or for me, I need it to be three blocks or okay. whatever it is. Mm -hmm. So there's lots of like little helpful right. hints like that. That's good. I will say there people comment in that group daily. Yeah. I, I'm in it and I can see the activity in it and it's grown so fast. It has, yeah. So. And they're all, I love the polls that everybody does and they, you guys cover all the beaches. Try to get people to put pictures up mm -hmm. because that just helps everyone right. kind of understand. And there's such... All those beach towns are so different. Right. Some people are looking to be near a city, mm -hmm. like they want to be near Wilmington because they want all the hustle, restaurants, hustle-bustle hustle, shopping. Mm -hmm. And some people don't want any of that. And right. so they want to know, like, which beaches are quiet. And so, so it's super helpful, I think. Definitely. And you also post in there properties that maybe have been sitting or mm -hmm. have been overlooked. And yeah. I think that's golden because you're showing people what's available and what's out there when they might not know. And I think that's also super important for people that want to do a short-term rental because, right. um, you know, the numbers matter. Definitely. You know, you need to be able to make sure that you're going to be able to cover your expenses. Mm -hmm. um, and it's not just the mortgage. It's the HOA. It's your utilities. utilities. It's wear and tear on the house. Right. Um, if it's not furnished, it's furnishing it. Right. All of those types of things. 
Speaking of utilities, this might be a silly question, but do you allow your renters to change the temperature? Of course. Okay. Oh my goodness. There. <laughs> I mean, the I, future, I can see people cranking that AC no, all day long. I hear, so I'm in a lot of Airbnb and short-term rentals groups on Facebook, right. and you just read all these horror stories of people that just don't allow them to oh, go up to a certain amount or go below a certain amount, and I just... Okay. We haven't had a problem with it. So it's not a silly question. It's not a silly oh. question at all. There are people that put that put locks on. Right. So people that are buying an investment property at the beach, um, and they're like, hey, like I want to buy it. I want to make sure it makes financial sense for me. Mm-hmm. Is that something that you would sit down with the clients to kind of see if that would make financial sense for somebody? Absolutely. Um, you know, I think first and foremost, we need to establish a budget and okay. they need to work with a lender, of course. It's no different mm-hmm. than somebody that would be buying here in the triangle. Right. Um, and we need to understand, you know, how much they're putting down, is their PMI, all of those little things matter. Okay. Um, and, and I also encourage my clients to just kind of peruse or, or stalk mm-hmm. um, Airbnb and VRBO. Okay. See what things are going to that are similar to the to the property that you're looking at. Got it. Um, and figure out, okay, what could I make in the summer? Um, a lot of times, if you're looking at beach properties, if they're a good listing agent, mm-hmm. they'll put the rental projections on oh. there. And so that makes it really easy. Um, you know, one thing I don't particularly do um, myself is use a property management company. Okay. I, I, my husband actually does oh. all of our short-term rental management. Really? And we save a lot of money that way. Okay. But if there's someone that just really wants to be more hands-off and it's mm-hmm. too stressful to... Right to look at the people or to fix something if something is not working or right. manage the cleaners. Mm-hmm. There's property management companies that take anywhere from, you know, 15 to 30% okay. of the profit. But that's also something you got to consider. Definitely. Yeah. Maybe for somebody who lives farther away. Mm-hmm. Or... Yeah. Okay. How stressful is it to kind of manage your own property? Yeah. Um, I mean, I love it, mm-hmm. but it got to a point, like, especially when I started doing real estate a little bit more, I was like, I can't do this. So my husband, that is his second job he does all of our short-term rental stuff I mean I help getting them set up Mm -hmm. Um, I love the design part of it we you know our first rental property we bought like a 1984 straight out of 1984 never been you know updated and Uh we redid the whole thing oh I didn't know that yeah Um, and then the second one was new construction but not not furnished at all so you know we did that so I help in the front end and I help setting up our listings because I, you know, marketing is what I'm trained in. Yeah, definitely. Um, but then he handles everything, and he does a great job. Um, he's super analytical. He keeps track of our finances, um, and he keeps track of, like, what's trending with the pricing. Right. Um, sometimes you have to adjust it. If you book up real quickly, you're like, okay. Oh, you need to up that. Go up. Yep. Um, we should have had him on the podcast today with yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then our kids would be in here. Yeah. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Okay, cool. Well, you kind of talked about the numbers, and we know the numbers here in Raleigh are always changing and increasing and whatnot. Can you tell us what the market's like on the coast right now compared to the Triangle? Yeah, so so it's it's hot. Um, not as hot as the Triangle. Okay. Um, but, you know, seeing multiple offers, mm-hmm. seeing higher due diligence, um, but nowhere near what the Triangle's doing. Okay. I will know. say, though, you know, two years ago when we purchased our first rental property, mm-hmm. um, I think we put $150 down due diligence. Wow. I mean, due, due diligence, that? 2020. Oh, wow. Due diligence was not a thing at the beach. Okay. Um, at least in Carolina Beach gotcha. where we were buying. 
Um, but now, uh, you know, I've had clients put in 5,000, 7,000 okay. on, you know, 600,000 plus mm -hmm. houses. Got it. So, um, you know, whereas here that would be like 20,000 right. or more. Right. So the due diligence is not as high, you know, and I would say a couple months ago we were seeing seven to 10 offers okay. on a house. Now we're seeing multiple still, but maybe two to three. Okay. So it's slowing a little bit and cooling, but it's still, you know, for all intents and purposes, probably the hottest market that's been in a while. Right. What about inventory? Are there, you know, when you when people tell you what they're looking for, are you like, awesome, we can find that quickly? Or is it more like, okay, it's going to take some I mean, time. it depends on their budget. <laughs> okay, I can um, see that. And it depends on um, if they are open to a fixer-upper. Okay. Um, because condos, there's a lot of... There's a lot of beach properties that have been there since the 80s. Um, so there's a lot of opportunity if you're not opposed to a fixer-upper. Right. Um, especially if you can do some of the work yourself. Right. There's a huge opportunity. And there do tend to be quite a bit of those properties on the market. Uh -huh. But the ones that are moving ready, ready to rent, uh -huh. which, you know, we're almost in June. So yeah. right now people are looking for that. Okay. Especially if that's their goal is to rent it. They don't right. want to lose any time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the fixed wrappers are, you know, not really going. Gotcha. Is there a certain time of the year that would be the best time to be looking for like a beach property? I mean, I would say November, December. Gotcha. For sure. Because um, it's, you're starting to get into the holidays. Mm -hmm. So people aren't really looking. Okay. Um, and also it's cold. So people mm -hmm. aren't thinking beach. Right. Um, and it's before the new year. I would say weirdly mm -hmm. mid January, February is like when people start looking because uh -huh. they're like thinking, planning. yeah, they're planning for the summer. They're like, man, maybe we could get a beach rental. Mm -hmm. So really anytime before April is a good time, okay. you know, between November to April. But I would say the best time is November, December. Okay. That makes sense. That's good to know. What about, um, do you have any advice for those who want to get into the beach rental or for someone who owns their own beach house? Yeah, I mean, I'm obviously biased because I, I, I do this, uh -huh. but I think you got to do a lot of research online. You okay. can't go into this blindly. It's yeah. um, not that buying your first house is easy right. by any means, sure. but buying your first investment property usually means that you have a primary home. Right. And so you've just got to be that much more on top of your finances, what to expect, mm -hmm. um, all of those things. You need to have a backup plan in case something happens with the rental market or in right. case something happens with your property, like a hurricane. So true. Um, so I just always recommend everybody do a ton of research online. You can join my my yeah. group, um, my Facebook group. It's Owning Your Own Carolina Coastal Vacation Home, yeah. if you want to look it up on Facebook. Um, and then also, you know, make sure you've got savings. Mm -hmm. um, you want to have a nice little, nice little nest egg. Yeah. You don't need to put 20% down um, necessarily if it is a second home. Okay. Um, but if it's an investment home, you do. And, and that's really where you're going to get the better rates. Okay. Good to know. Um, and then, and then just start stalking Airbnb and VRBO mm -hmm. and seeing what things are going for and making sure you can make those numbers work. That's good. It's going to be definitely numbers driven. Numbers sure. driven. And then of course, get a real estate agent, oh, yeah. someone that you trust, someone that's going to answer the phone, yep. um, someone that's going to be available, plan out your weekends. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times if this is a second home for people, they don't live at the beach. Right. Um, so get those searches going and ask questions. That's good. So, so there's one thing I want to kind of go back and touch on with you. Sure. Um, I know you talked about the beach uh, Facebook page. And so 
how did you like start up that Facebook page to get as much engagement as you do now? Yeah, so I'm on a lot of, I'm, I'm in a lot of Facebook groups. I'm in a lot of like, especially um, women's networking groups. Right. And so, um, first of all, I just kind of... You're good. You're good. So it's okay. No, I always... <laughs> I'm talking with my hands for you. those of you that can't see, obviously. <laughs> so I... Um, I first of all went out to my sphere and anybody and everybody that had ever asked me about, you know, been interested in our rental properties at the beach, mm -hmm. um, I would post on some of these networking groups okay. and a lot of people would join that way. I also would search on the networking groups for, you know, investment properties or beach rental properties or right. Airbnbs and figure out the people that were looking right. and then I would comment on that thread, hey, if you guys are interested and I would put a link to the Facebook group. Uh, so I, speaking of which, I probably need to do that again. Get <laughs> Another a new round. Of people. Yeah. yeah. And um, I post routinely on it to You're get people engaged. Mm -hmm. My husband posts on it. Okay. So I think that's one thing to, you know, the more you post, the more you'll show up in people's searches because right. you're getting a higher engagement. And you are not just Facebook, but you also have an Instagram for your rentals, don't you? Oh, yeah. So this is a different thing. Okay. I actually have a Facebook and an Instagram. Oh. For our beach rentals, okay. so that's crafty beach properties. Love it. Um, and so I think that's super important because we get a lot of um, guests that are friends and family or friends of friends that right. have followed us on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Also, anybody that's ever stayed with us in either of our properties, we get them to follow us on Instagram, follow us on Facebook. Right. That's where we post updates about the property, any type of like last minute cancellations right. or deals. Yeah, you do give deals. Yeah, yeah. I mean, every once in a year, once in a while, we do a free weekend. Yes, and drawing. So, yep, we cool. do a drawing for a free weekend that ups our followers and so, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of good value that you're sharing. And again, I don't know how you do it all. But uh, <laughs> time blocking. Time blocking. Being intentional with your time. We'll need to do another episode with you on time on blocking. Time blocking. Yeah. I need some help with that, personally. Well, so, so I heard there's a funny story about how you guys met. Oh, yeah. So do you want to tell her or do you want me to? Yeah, I'll tell my side and okay. you tell your side. Because I don't know that I've ever heard your side about like oh, really? me being a bugaboo. No. Um, yeah, so so I was new, and um, my personality type is uh -huh. to just jump in the deep end, right. and so I did that with real estate, and um, I didn't have any clients, mm -hmm. so I was like, okay, I gotta do some open houses, but I didn't really know anybody. Right. So I was with EXP at the time, mm -hmm. and I got on the MLS, and I started searching for homes that had been, no offense, <laughs> Bailey. Sitting on the market um, yes. for more this than was, a. This is before the market was crazy. It was. Everybody. This was before the market got crazy. Yes. So I would search for EXP homes okay. that were on the market for uh -huh. more than two weeks. Right. And I would reach out to that uh -huh. to those agents and say, "Hey, can I do an open house for you? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to market it this way." Mm -hmm. And Bailey had a couple of houses. <laughs> well, so, well, I do. They, they were flips. They were flips. Yes. Two, two's technically a couple. It is a couple. You're right, you're right. And so she was so sweet. More. She let me do houses, or she let me do open houses. Okay. And so, um, but I'm curious, like, did you think I was so weird to reach no. out to you? No. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. Like, in, in my head, I was like, oh my gosh, I made it. Where, like, somebody else is going to host my open houses. <laughs> but she didn't tell you why she wanted to host your open houses. <laughs> no, she did. She did. Okay. And, but also, I think it's so funny that the basement. Oh, the basement. Yeah. Oh, the basement. That's Jennifer hilarious. Jennifer calls me and is like, so, like, 
there's a basement and it's leaking and I was like what basement what are you talking about I was like there's no basement and she's like no Bailey there is a basement I didn't know about it the flipper didn't know about it like, oh my we god were blindsided. hilarious how do you guys not know a basement was there access from the outside was, or something access was, like was from the outside space. okay it was like a cross it was a basement slash crawl space. Like, it wasn't a door. It was, like, uh, a yeah. half door. door. Uh-huh. And honestly, somebody came in and mm-hmm. was like, hey, do you mind if I check out the basement? And right. I was like, oh, Bailey didn't tell me about it. I didn't know there was a basement. <laughs> so I, like, went down there, yeah. which was probably, in hindsight, not a smart idea. No, definitely not. Why did I do that? I don't know. Because it wasn't, honestly, I mean, honestly, it wasn't I, like, the went best down area. with a man that I didn't know yeah. into a basement. That's right. awesome, Jennifer. Anyway, um... <laughs> Yeah, so I called you and I yeah. was like, oh my gosh. And it was leaking pretty badly. Yeah, and you were like, there's a basement? <laughs> yeah, that was good. Yes, but um, I feel like I have to defend my um, my listings. <laughs> we were in a very uh, up-and-coming part of Durham. Yeah. So I, that's why they were sitting. But um, Jennifer helped market it in a new direction. And they new didn't direction. even sit that long. They did. I don't even remember at this point. Yeah. But um, they were cute out. little bungalows, which were great. But yeah, it's from then on, I didn't even meet you when you did. Like, we didn't meet no. in person. So then it just kind of, I don't even know how we continued. But. Well, I think I was like, thank you so much. And maybe we went and got lunch or. <laughs> oh, that's what it was. Wine. It was probably wine. Oh, but yeah. But yeah. then it just kind of transformed into a friendship. Yeah. Awesome. So thankful. Yeah, me too. Well, thanks for being on the podcast. Yeah. And actually, let's let the listeners know how they can get in touch with you. Also, before you do that, we talked a lot about beach rentals and things like that, investment properties, but you also work in the Triangle. So we'll remind everybody. Yes. She works in Raleigh, surrounding areas. Yep. But can you share your Instagram and Facebook again so they can yeah, hear? Yeah, sure. So on Instagram, I'm at jr.realty. Uh, and then on Facebook, I'm at J Ravenscraft Realtor. Awesome. Um, my website is www.ravenscraftrealty.choiceresidential.com. Not long at all. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> and then my email is jravenscraft.realty at gmail.com. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Thank you this guys was for great. having me. I yeah, thanks and, for coming on. And now I want. A beach, a beach property, <laughs> do it. Yeah. You should. I know. I'm like, let me look at the numbers. <laughs> see how they can work. Numbers. Numbers. Cool. Well, thanks so much, and we'll see you guys next You're time. Welcome.